Hi, I'm Billy Shore. Welcome to Add Passion and Stir. We're here in Santa Rosa for the third day of the 100-mile Chef's Cycle Ride. And we've got a bigger group here than usual. It's an amazing collection of people who are passionate about the work of Share Our Strength and the No Kid Hungry campaign. Mary Sue Milliken, who has been on the show before and is a chef and restaurateur in Los Angeles, is back with us. My sister, Debbie Shore, who's the co-founder of Share Our Strength. Kevin Nashen, who just won his first James Beard Award for your restaurant in St. Louis, Sydney Street Cafe. Yes, sir. And Carrie Hart and Alicia Moorehart, uh, who a lot of the world knows as Pink, are both with us. Uh, Carrie's an athlete in his own right and probably one of the more impressive athletes here. Um, and, and Alicia's <laughs> known to be pretty athletic as well. We're thrilled to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I want to start with you, Alicia, because our producer, Paul Whittle, was just telling me that when you came in, uh, everybody was kind of coming up to you. Wanted to, they wanted to take selfies, which I'm sure is, you're accustomed to. He said you had like grit in your eye. You were still kind of huffing and puffing. And one of the first things you said, and I think it goes to the primal instinct of why we're all here, is I've got to go feed the baby because mm. you just had a baby five yeah. months ago. Yeah. And, and Woody heard that. But I thought it was, you know, and Woody <laughs> no thought that was. No kid hungry, that, including I mean, really, my own. But it's such a telling thing, that <laughs> instinct that you have, right? That that's like that's predominant. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. But, of course, we're doing what we're doing because yep. there's a lot of kids who don't have that. And the first, the very first time we met um, in, in Venice Beach or Santa Monica, you had talked about uh, a number of causes that you'd been involved in before. But mm -hmm. then when you had your first child, Willow, your daughter, you were like, uh, I, you know, that for me made me passionate about yeah, kids. So sure. talk a little bit about well, before that. Before that, it was puppies. Before that, it was puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just, you want the best for your kids and you start to think about your own parents. And my mom was an ER nurse and my dad was an insurance salesman and we didn't grow up with a lot of money. And, and I know that they struggled to put food on the table sometimes. And, and, you know, we thought Christmas every year was amazing, but for them, it was probably really a lot of work. And, I know a lot of people in Philadelphia, where I'm from, and outside of Philly, that that struggle, and I know them personally. But once you have a kid of your own, and you look at them, and your your whole life changes around them, it, your priority becomes them, and and their happiness and their health. Um, my priorities changed a bit. Yeah, and I mean, you're somebody who obviously gets asked to do a lot of things, <laughs> so you had to prioritize, but kids have now become the focus of a lot of it for sure women and children yeah definitely you still like puppies i rescue them myself you do but <laughs> and you ha and you you have one right that eats everything in the house I have did three. you say he has a taste three. for shoe and kevin and mary sue say a little bit as chefs about what's attracted you to the no kid hungry campaign and it's been you also get asked to do a lot of things well, I, um, it's been something that's been so n near and dear to me from the beginning. Actually, from the first day I met Billy Shore and Debbie Shore, um, I just felt like that. this is what I want to dedicate my time to. It really means a lot to me. My dad was um, you know, living on the streets for 10 years, and so a lot of people fed him. And um, in the early days, we were focused on just ending hunger, and now we're really focused on ending childhood hunger, which to me makes so much sense because, you know, having a, an, a generation that is hunger free, it can't be anything but, you know, helpful to our future. Well, an additional reason I now think this podcast is important is I did not know that about your dad and all the years you and I have biked and been to Ethiopia and traveled all over the world. I didn't realize you'd had this personal connection to the issue, but that, you know, helps explain some of your, your drive. Kevin, how about you? Start eight, nine years ago when we were doing dinners with 
you know, sure, strike, no kid hungry. And then it metamorphosed in the last two years with Chef Cycle. And it really, um, I think the, the important thing with Chef Cycle is our industry, like some industries, you know, they are notorious for bad health. We have long hours and, you know, we don't really take care of ourselves. And it's really changed a lot of my buddies out there because, I mean, you know, you got to take care of us and then we can take care of everybody else and we got to be happy. And, you know, I have two little kids and I am just like, I'm on it. And I was always on it, but I'm so, I'm on it. And is it true that you personally <laughs> went through a lot of change? You lost weight. Yeah. I heard like a yeah. significant amount of weight, which I didn't 54 even realize. 54 pounds. 54 pounds. Just training for doing chef's like training it for it. one year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the ride because, Carrie, you you ride in a kind of a different way. But uh, what, what was your experience today? Kind of set the stage for what the ride looked like and felt like. I, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I I tell my wife all the time I, I love to uh, torture myself. So to be able to go out and do a ride with my wife for a great cause and go do 100 miles. I've never done a century ride before. You've never done a century no, ride? No, huh? I've, I've, I've done, wow. I think my longest ride was like high 60s. But, you know, that, that's a milestone. That's definitely a box to check. And yep. <clears throat> it was just an absolute blast. So next year could be a triple century box to check, right? Because we do 300 miles, so we do 100 miles a day. So I mean, I'm hoping for back it. Next year. He's up for it. I'm up, up for it 100. percent I need to torture myself some more. See, I I always I have a thing about accountability. I always do what I say I'm going to do. You notice I'm not saying anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very. You do quiet. always do what you say you're going to do. <laughs> Very quiet. Well, yeah. I, I I was interested, Alicia, last year in whether, you know, part of um, being at our closing dinner whether you just kind of got caught up in the moment in a very good way and were inspired by what you oh, saw I the was. other chefs doing so because inspired. you said that night, you said, I'm going to ride next year. I and, did. and everybody was thinking like, well, is she really going to do it? But you did and you trained and you've, you know, you've used your social media platform to get a lot of people excited about and this. And you know what? It's been money. so fun for everybody that's donated. All the fans, <laughs> they, you know, I think, I think everybody wants to help. And the problem sometimes is nobody knows what to do. Yes. That's and share I our think, strength. That's and I think exactly what's true. awesome about share our strength and no kid hungry is that you guys really make it doable to help. You make it really clear. You make it really fun. You make where people's dollars go make sense. It's really easy to understand and it's universal. It's kids. And, and also it's, it's this country. I think also a lot of people are like, well, every, we help every other country. No one's helping us. And I've heard that, you know? Yep. Yeah. And so it's just beautiful all around. And I, I'll tell you what, the comments on my page are so much fun. Really? Tell us. Tell, like what kind of stuff? Just, well, today I went on and I was like, okay, I'm out here busting my butt. One dollar is ten meals. Yes. Get on it. And then all these people were like, we weren't sure if you were just raising money and you were really going to do it, but now that you're doing I donated four times today, and this is awesome. And That's incredible. And the fact that I can hold my babies tonight and know that I helped somebody else's babies, and because it's a lot of moms that like me. Yeah. <laughs> now I've crossed over from daughters to moms. <laughs> but it's just beautiful. People love to get involved, and it's been it's been really fun. Alicia, didn't you have on your site, didn't you <clears throat> challenge everybody to say, if you think Carrie's cute, give us a dollar? Oh, yeah, because everyone's, was, I mean, because That was cute. so great. I think that went into the negative. I love that. And you know what else she did on the road today? I think, and this is what I heard, tell me if it's true, you were singing to people to get it's them the only, up these hills? the only way to get through. Well, where, Unbelievable. Where, where were you when I was on the hill? Unbelievable. <laughs> I wish somebody would have sung but to me. But there was another guy behind me singing show tunes, and I was like, oh, I'd scored. <laughs> I need to stay around this guy. 
That's oh, amazing. It was That's awesome. But Deb, in terms of the point Alicia was just making, yeah. say a little bit about our what I always think of as our intellectual design challenge yeah. at Share Our Strength, which is how do we create platforms that make sense for people to participate? Right. It's going to be something they want to do. It's yeah. win-win. Well, I, you know, the, the name Share Our Strength to me is something I think about every day. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly mean that because it's the core kind of value of the organization. If you can find the right vehicle for people, you said it, people want to help. Um, you know, they can't always give money, but they always want to do something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our job is to figure out how do people share their strengths, their passion, their talent, yeah. Yeah. and leverage it against this cause. So, you know, it took us a long time to come up with Chef Cycle, actually. We've been trying to think about how do we reinvent Taste of the Nation, and then when Chef Cycle came up, we realized there's this huge, you know, there's this cadre of people that either ride and want to do this or don't ride but want to train. And yeah. that's the opportunity. Yeah. That's the big opportunity. And plus chefs is are the new rock stars. Anyway. Chefs are the new rock stars. <laughs> so, so everybody, yeah. Wants, yeah, and they're Kevin, also you're shaking your head. Come on, you're a rock star. Totally you you just won a James Beard Award. You're an award winner. Mary's a rock star. She had her own TV show for a while. She is a rock star. Yes. That's what really did it for me. Um, when I was poor and starting out, and I had no way of really helping or doing anything. I was introduced to Share Our Strength in, in 1987 or 88 in, in L.A., and that's when I realized that, you know, I can share what I do. I can cook, and it was just so powerful, and it is. And we remember we used to do the books that were... Um, Writers Harvest, yeah, they would. Uh, writers people, donate original stories. Exactly, and I loved that. But this Chef Cycle for me is really about the um, the camaraderie and the 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 chefs sort of um, coming together and doing something healthy, rather than usually we come together and we drink a lot and eat a lot of pork and kind of <laughs> don't really care about how healthy we are. And so this is like a whole new platform for us to get together around. You, you know. We're doing something healthy, but you're doing something really hard. There's nothing else yeah. we do in the organization that I can think of. A lot of good things we do, but there's nothing like this because everyone's together sweating yeah. and pushing. Well, and then there's the cause and there's the camaraderie. All of that together makes for something so powerful that you know, there's just nothing else like it that we do. And I'll bet every person at this table and every person on the ride had a, some significant amount of apprehension or anxiety about it because oh, you cried. don't know if you're going to be cried. able to do it. I cried. I yeah. crashed today and I cried. Yeah. But can you tell the story of Duff yesterday and how beautiful that was? Amazing. That was an that incredible was so, story. That's, that's what Deb, did you Were you there? Well, I wrote this to that, our staff today. That's a great today. idea. I, excuse me. I wrote this to our staff today and about 8 o'clock this morning and I immediately got 25 notes back. So I just told them the story of how the entire group of chefs and staff were lined up with bells in hand, and the the music was. Say who we're talking playing. about. We're talking about Everybody yeah. We're ta sorry, we're talking about Duff Goldman, who last year rode a total of 50 miles, right? And yesterday he rode the entire hundred to get in, and he was the last one in at 6:30. He was 12 hours on the road, yep. and from the stage was blasting "Eye of the Tiger." Yep. And it was pounding away, was awesome. and we were all waiting for him to come over that hill, and he came over that hill bare-chested, 12 hours on the road. But also two of the fastest riders Jason and day, Steve. Yep, Jason Roberts and Steve Bennett. stayed with him the whole time and yeah. helped him up those hills. And I talked to Steve this morning, and I said, you know, how was your ride yesterday? He goes, he said, I am hurting. He said, I was on the saddle for 11 hours. Yeah. He said, even I can't do that. I mean, that's a long time to be on a bike. You know, Duff said it was the greatest day of his, one of the greatest days of his it life. It was so beautiful when he came in. It was so, the it energy was, incredible. was so beautiful. It was. 
Well, uh, you know, as I say, we all did have some anxiety, but <coughs> somehow everybody overcame it and participated, and we're going to raise $2 million, which is incredible. And this speaks to something that, you know, you've said before, which is we're capable of more than we imagine in, in every way. The ride, ending hunger, raising Individually, $2 million. collectively. Yeah. Well, I was telling Rosemary today that one of the things that a rider taught me last year was that, you know, when you're going up a hill, if you can just say to yourself, if I can get to that telephone pole, you know, then I'll see if I can get to the tree. And Rosemary said that's really the way you're approaching the No Kid Hungry campaign as well. We're going to get Pennsylvania, and we're going to get Illinois, and we're going to get New Jersey, yeah. and we're going to get them all done. And you can't do it overnight, but, you know, the progress we've made is proven that. Travis was with us today. Travis Flood. Yes, and he said something I thought was beautiful. He said, you know, this hurts, and this hill's going to hurt, and it, and it hurts, he said, but you can get off your bike and make the hurt stop. He said, kids that are hungry, mm. that hurts. That It's painful. It's physically painful, wow. and they can't get off a bike and make right. it stop. So we Let's have to stay on our bike and make it stop for them. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. I can't cry. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make awesome. me cry. Go away, Travis. Um, <laughs> so what, is, what do you think the potential is for this? We work with a lot of chefs and restaurateurs that share our strength, but probably not as many as we should. I mean, we work with tens of thousands, but there's still others. How are we going to recruit others? And, Carrie, I'd love to hear your sense of, like, can we get more athletes involved? Can we get more competitors Oh, involved? no question. I, I think... Uh, I, th I think that it's it's amazing that the uh, the chefs are involved with it, and that's a huge piece of this, obviously, with feeding children. But there's there's athletes that would just love to jump on board with this thing. Um, I mean, I, <clears throat> I had a great time today, and 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 like cycling is so it, it's international. I mean, from an athlete standpoint, I've been cycling since between mountain bike and road bike. I've been cycling since I was 16. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not a stretch to make a few phone calls and get a few people out here. And, you know, I mean, look, you know, social media is king. And to be able to just have a few influential people come out and ride and talk about it and get the awareness out there. Well, and other riders huge. can learn from them, be inspired by them. We've got a couple serious riders here and some professional riders. And I know that other riders have felt like I can learn a lot just by being in the pack and listening in. So 100 you know. percent. I think there's also a great bridge on, <clears throat> you know, like not only from the awareness standpoint, but like the, the bridge and the gap from like healthy eating. You know, like there's obviously a huge obesity issue, but like with athletes, like a lot of athletes, like I got guys that race for me that don't really have their nutrition like kind of drilled down on. I think it's a great message that could be, you know, uh, connecting the athletes with uh, all, all the chefs and everything while, you know, doing a, a great cause. But I also love that No Kid Hungry does that as well. It's also teaching people how to, how to cook and eat affordably, which right. is... I mean, it's hard to be healthy. It's expensive. Right. This is our Cooking <clears throat> so, Matters program. Right. And so learning how to do that is awesome. Yep. And <clears throat> yeah, we've seen lots of families who, by learning something as simple as how to carve up a chicken, means mm -hmm. they can buy a chicken hole instead of buying chicken parts. And you'll save, if you're on you know, a limited budget or food stamps, the SNAP program, you could save a couple bucks doing <laughs> that. So, you know, knowledge is as important <clears throat> as money. Is knowledge is a resource, yep. um, just as social media is a way of spreading knowledge. And I think that's the beautiful part of social media. We, we, we trash it a lot, and it is capable of a lot of negative feelings. It's capable of making you feel bad. But it's also, I, you know, Twitter and, and <clears throat> Instagram, especially for me, I, when I can use them for good, kind of negates all the negative, all the trolling and all the nastiness. It's, but, 
But you only have 21 million followers. Is that 28? But 28. You know, there you go. <laughs> um, I mean, that is that's an amazing <laughs> network, right? That's an amazing reach. I mean, is it real though? Is there really 28 million people in the world <laughs> on Twitter? Seriously. But but you do use it a lot. For I good, use it right? a lot. I mean, I know sometimes you comment on music and other things, but. You've done a lot for No Kid Hungry. I think you're also an ambassador for UNICEF. Yes. And I've seen you yes. there. And that's so important to it's raise so attention great. for and issues like that. And it's such a quick way to talk to people. And yep. it's funny, before all this social media stuff, I used to try and write quick little blog things for my website. And my manager was so terrified of me speaking for myself. He was like, oh, you're going to get arrested. You're going to piss people off. Take that. They would take it down after I wrote it. After a couple <laughs> glasses of wine, I was like, I got something to say. <clears throat> but now we all get to speak for ourselves, and we get to speak about what's important to us. Yep. It's awesome. So, so here's, I'll just put this idea out on this podcast. So here's one idea that we have, which is to ride um, from California to the East Coast, national ride, 40 days. Pink's looking like I'm crazy. Teams, relay. Teams. Relay teams. teams. So oh. $20 million for no kid <laughs> Right? A thousand chefs. Riding across the United States, ending in Washington D.C. on the Capitol steps, delivering a message to Congress about this issue, and you know, out there, you know, going to our schools, meeting with governors, having people come out, and it's it's hands across America meets Chef Cycle. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. If everybody remembers that, yeah, mm -hmm. we can do that. That's the idea. Um, it, so we're, we're we're dropping that idea this week and seeing what people think. One people of the things we always talk about with our team is that you know our biggest challenge is what I think of as failure of imagination. Mm -hmm. You know, the worst thing that could happen is if after this great ride, somebody thinks about how do we, instead of getting 240 riders, get 340 and raise $3 million, which is great, but it's incremental. And that's not and how to we really solve the problems yeah. that we need to solve, we've got to really think big think and differently really big. and get people I mean, it, to take risks. We know it's doable. It's a question of, you know, how long it would take and how much money it costs to actually pull it off. But I think we could get people. And the other thing about this conversation we're having that I think is exciting is I feel like so many people in the country right now are trying to figure out, probably particularly since the election, but even separate from the election, our politics have been so polarized for so long that there are so many good people, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, old or young, whoever they are, that want to find some way to contribute and to give something back. And, and our political system kind of doesn't want you unless you have a big, big check to write or unless you're willing to say things that are really polarizing and be a you know, talking head. Um, and hopefully, I think you know, what all of you represent is that there is a way for everybody can, to get involved. There's a way for everybody to get, make a difference. And you know, Alicia, you probably have not just social media, but you have such a platform because you have so many people to come to your concerts mm -hmm. and buy your CDs and so forth or download your music now, I guess. Um, it's a really, I think it puts you in an amazing position to have influence on these issues. Yeah, I think so. You know, my dad's a Vietnam vet and my stepmom is also a Vietnam vet. And so growing up, I was marching on Washington <coughs> since I was three years old and doing car washes every weekend and every Thanksgiving was feeding the homeless. And, and so I grew up that way. That's, and, and I missed that in my adult life. And I feel like if we can figure out a way for parents to involve their kids, in some of these things, activities, events, something, um, I think it would be a no-brainer because every parent wants their kid to be a global citizen. Every parent right. wants their kid to be aware of what's going on in the world. Every kid wants to help another kid. 
it's just it's innate it's who they are until it's beaten out of them <laughs> yes, right. well, that's De why we I want mean, our Debbie, kids here well you said last night i thought was so great from the podium where you're talking about you know your daughter sophie yeah. you want this in her blood you want her to feel this to understand this yeah, and I want her to my see son it nate's riding year. and yeah, yeah, I want Willow to do the same. Yeah. I mean, I told you that story, that dinner that I came to a couple of years ago. I, my daughter doesn't like when I leave her because we're very codependent, which I love. Um, and That's the she best. She was like, why are you leaving? And I was like, I got to go feed kids. She's like, but we're having dinner. And I was like, well, I got to go feed kids that don't have dinner. And she's like, you can take my broccoli. <laughs> and she wrapped up her broccoli in the napkin. Yeah, I the, ate it in the car. But, but you're right. Kids want to make a difference. <laughs> It was really sweet. Well, that's the other thing that we need to figure out is, right, we need to find <laughs> more ways to get kids involved. Not all kids can ride 100 miles. But, no, you know, not at all. There's lots of things. We do some events like baking and cookies and cream events and bake sales for kids. But it, they, they, they grow up remembering that. They grow up, oh, even right. if that event doesn't, say, raise $20 million. Just they like, grow up. You just put like a seed. You, you remember planet. marching on Washington. I do. Right? Does it count as marching on Washington if someone carried you on their shoulders? That counts. That counts, that counts, right? Okay. Yeah. My parents did the same thing with Debbie and I. I think the, literally the only time we ever, we were born and raised in Pittsburgh, and the only time we ever left Pittsburgh was when there was the March on Vietnam in 1968, and our parents drove us to Washington, D.C. That was our uh -huh. first time out of Pittsburgh, and we were, you know, like in our teens. Yeah, I think our mother made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and gave them out to people in the yeah. lobby. Of the, the lobby Mayflower of the Mayflower Hotel. Hotel. Nice. Yeah, they wanted her out of there real fast because it was, the, they were called hippies in those days, and she was feeding all of them. That was gourmet for her. Cause yes. Wasn't the best cook, she wasn't the best cook. No. She wasn't Kevin Nash or Mary. No, she wasn't. So, um, what I want to talk about just before we wrap up um, here on Add Passion and Stir is what is next for each of you. You're each so dynamic and involved in so many different things. Just give us a little bit of a of a kind of foreshadowing of what comes next. I think Alicia, you've got a like a couple years of you're going to be out on the road. Or are you I'm, like what's next I'm for you? I'm fitting for a new tutu. Currently. A new tutu. No, I'm making a record, and um, we're going to be a family band on the road again. I'm doing nine dates this summer just to kind of dip my toe back in. It's been several years. New Jersey is the one that I saw. Atlantic City is Atlantic one. Atlantic City, yep. yep. Um, uh, others in the U.S., though? Yeah, there's one in San Diego. There's one in Milwaukee. Is it Milwaukee? Mm -hmm. Milwaukee Summerfest. Atlantic City and San Diego, and then two in Canada, and then a couple overseas. So you must be in the middle of like real I start, intensive I preparation. I start when Willow graduates kindergarten. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Carrie, how about you? Yeah, I've just I've actually just transitioned out of. I've officially retired last year. Okay. <clears throat> I know that makes this one happy, but um, I'm officially retired, and I've transitioned into uh, actually working on my own charity and uh, doing a lot of stuff in B Twin. Between market and working on motorcycles and working with Indian motorcycles and chasing my wife around. And tell us about your charity. Uh, so my charity is called Good Ride, and what it is, it's a V Twin based charity. Uh, we do charity motorcycle rides. Can you tell people what V Twin? Uh, so uh, V Twin is like uh, the you. Harley Davidson Indian motorcycle uh, Sturgis Rally, Daytona Rally, but uh, it's a really fun, just a social ride. And uh, raising money for what? So uh, this year we're uh, we're working with um, we're working with Infinite Hero, which is Oakley's military charity, mm -hmm. which really goes back to like developing prosthetics and like oh, really fantastic. like kind of like drilling down on uh, the shortcomings that the government does back to the military. So uh, yeah, so <clears throat> so we did uh, we did Laughlin this year. We'll do a couple more charity events this year. I'm brand new into the charity game. Um, my, my hot button is uh, kids and vets. So yeah. We're starting slow, and we're. I gonna was going to ask you. So the vets, you just feel a connection to. And I, I've learned a lot through uh, through my wife. Uh, yep. Her family's all military, and you know, without the vets, we wouldn't be here right now. And yep. so I want to, as yep. we as we build this thing, we want to work with children 
uh, children and vets. That's great. And yeah. we tend to, one of the things we talk a lot about at Share Strength are trying to stand up for those who are the most vulnerable and the most voiceless. Yeah. And vets get forgotten about they awfully really fast are. when they come back. A lot of veterans who yeah. are, you know, yeah. on when my dad, my dad told me that half of the, all homeless people in the United States are veterans. veterans. Are veterans. It kind of broke my heart. Outrageous, right? It's terrible that they and get whether you agree and with out. whether you agree with war or what we're fighting for or where we're fighting, it's really, you know, growing up with a military family, it's about patriotism and it's about freedom. And for them, it's 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 such yes. a pure heart, and, mm-hmm. and their instinct is to protect and to serve. And yeah, we do forget about them. Yeah. Kevin, what's next for you? You're gonna win another James Beard Award. How do you Next top that? How do you top that? Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure Jenny's back there, and it's, she's probably like a no-kid-hungry dinner. So, okay, good. Um, good. Yeah. We'll take this it. This next year, hopefully the cycle or whatever, I mean, the carrots are in front of me. I just want to continue, you good. know, for me personally and, you know, for the organization. I know, Debbie, you're going to make Chef Cycle much bigger. You've already told us we're going cross-country, all of us. <laughs> That's it. Mary Sue. That's the plan. And I am just going to continue on my journey of, uh, you know, Chef, uh, Share Our Strength is just one part of what I love to do, uh, which is to make the food system more just, and not only here, but also in the world. So I'm going to continue to, I have to budget my time about 30%, I say, is what I do for nonprofit, but for Oxfam and for um, Chefs, the Culinary Diplomacy Council, where I travel to, Pakistan or wherever, and um, try to really bring people together around food. Which food has Beautiful. a special power to do. Yeah. Which we've seen. Well, thank you all so much. You've been listening to Add Passion and Stir. I'm here with Mary Sue Milliken from Los Angeles, my sister Debbie Shore, co-founder of Share Our Strength, Kevin Nashen, chef in St. Louis, and Alicia Morehart and Carrie Hart. Hopefully, if you've enjoyed this conversation, you will subscribe on iTunes. You will uh, rate the show that you've heard. You will uh, share it with your five stars. friends. Five it's five stars. five stars. It's already been rated. Five stars. It, Alicia says it's five stars, and so we're covered there. But, five stars. Um, but please, go to iTunes or go to our website at Add Passion and Stir, and you'll be able to find out how to listen there. So grateful to all of you, not just for being on Add Passion and Stir, but for coming here, for riding hard, for training, for being ambassadors and evangelists uh, for the belief that you know, this should be a country in which there's no kid hungry. Mm-hmm. So thank each of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Billy Shore. You've been listening to Add Passion and Stir.